Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You're listening to the JR Sport Brief on CBS Sports Radio. You're listening to the JR Sport Brief on CBS Sports Radio. It is CBS Sports Radio. I'm JR. There's a stupid gnat in the studio. Hey, Shep, you ever had a gnat in front of your face? You're trying to do something important? That doesn't make any sense to me because you're a clean living guy, man. Like, you never smell of anything. So, what's that about? I don't know. There's somebody in here before me. Man, what is this? That makes more sense. That 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 didn't add up right there. It's cold. It's freezing. It's cold all over America. Where are, where are you right now? Atlanta still? Yeah, I'm in Georgia right now. Okay, yeah. it's tough to keep track, but isn't it like 40 or 50 right now over there? Oh, you're bugging. It's going to be like 10 degrees in a couple of days. Oh, it's like New York City right now. Oh, every place, every place is cold. Oh, not not Florida, Texas, Hawaii, Arizona. You you know all that too. You well. don't think I was just in Arizona <laughs> I'm, last I'm week. I'm aware. It was cold. Cold in Arizona at night. It felt like felt like the Northeast. Cold, man. Every place is cold. What do they call it? A, a vortex? Are we in a winter vortex? The real the real tragedies are the nor'easters. What what the snow ones? That's when you know it's really bad. Yes. Yeah, let me let me read this and then we get back to how terrible the weather is. We're coming to you live from the Rocket Mortgage Studios. Me and this stupid ass gnat. If you hear a smack, it's dead. If you need to know what it takes for a home to fit your budget and your family, Rocket can. Okay, we got a lot to do. We're going to talk about the Rams and what happens next. Uh, Matthew Stafford said he's not going to quit. We're going to talk about Donovan Mitchell. Donovan Mitchell said he is actually relieved to be out of Utah. Uh, Cavaliers are doing well. Justin Verlander officially spoke with the New York media. Carlos Correa may not be able to join the Padres, or at least it's on hold right now due to some unforeseen medical issues. So let's see if that goes down. And uh, in the interim, if this gnat flies in front of my face, it's going to be curtains. 
And I'm then I'm gonna I'm gonna tweet Peter my hand. I hope the gnat is on my hand, and I'm gonna tweet Peter a photo of it and say, "Hey, I killed it." Anyway, it's probably a little extra. Here it is. Got it. I did. I did. I got it. I'm, I'm not joking, Shep, but I did get it. I heard it. Yeah, I got the stupid gnat. I don't know, man. Is Peter gonna call us now? Good for them. Okay. Good. I hate that there's bunch no, of... There's no, like, uh, window you could have opened, JR, or... Bunch of, bunch of bullies. There ain't no windows out here. Gotcha. Stupid bullies. You don't think Peter a bunch of bullies? That depends on who's asking. When it comes to, when it comes to dogs, I'm glad Peter exists. I'll tell you that much. Yeah, but I, I, you can be an advocate for anything without being a bully. I hear that. You know, like, why you got to throw paint on people's stuff and... Like, come on. You don't have to go that far. Just be, be an advocate without being a jerk. Anyway, shout-outs to Peter for being jerks and R.I.P. to this gnat that decided to invade my space while I'm trying to do a national radio show. R.I.P. to the gnat. Anyway, 855-212-4CBS. Good for him. He's done. 855-212-4CBS. The Rams are done, and we'll talk about them momentarily. Speaking of someone who actually is alive and on the winning side, did you see the, the parade in Argentina, Shep? Did you see that for the World Cup team? I didn't, but I did. I do listen to everything you say on the show, and I do recognize the fact that you uh, pointed out that there were almost 5 million people. Yeah, for, yeah they, they said it was 4 million, which is probably understated. Could you imagine just 4 million people at one time on the streets in a concentrated area in one city? It's just, it's a madhouse. If you look at the photos and the videos, I mean, we got you got people on the street. You got people hanging from everything imaginable. You have people on the highways. They had to cancel the, the expected route of the parade and put these guys, put these players in helicopters and move them to safety because you had fans climbing up the buses and falling off and busting their ass. It's nuts. And then when they were able to finally conclude, like Messi, they put him on a helicopter. And then, of course, he's Messi. He got a million houses. He has a house out in, uh, in Argentina, not too far from Buenos Aires. They said about 185 miles, not far. They put this man in a helicopter and took him to his town. And then there was mobs of people when his wife is trying to drive him home. Like, this stuff is, is unimaginable. Could you imagine Steph Curry? Shep, do you know where he lives? Uh, Steph Curry? No. I yeah, mean, me he probably neither. lives many places. Yeah, me neither. But could you imagine this man winning a title and people just, just yelling for him? It, it, it'd be ridiculous, you know? People are just like, why are you at his house? Leave him alone. Listen, this is not such an original thought, JR. What? I, I've always believed that championships should stand for themselves. Um, when, and you know where I'm going with this. When right. you win a world title, a World Cup, an Olympic gold on the biggest stage in your sport, yeah. that should be the reward itself. And I'm, I was trying to look this up as you were speaking. What are the resources that were allocated towards a parade like this, towards transportation that went into this? And I'm thinking to myself, uh. Argentina can, is not the most well-off affluent country in the world. I was I was going to say, yeah. I don't know how many resources they put into right. it. Right. And so I'm thinking to myself, like, 
these athletes don't need this freaking parade. It's it's like it's like the ESPYS, man. It's like these award shows that award the best team, best moment, best performance, and really, the, the you already won the award, and that's called the NBA championship. What, right. what do you need? What do you need a damn ESPY for? I'd, I'd hate to tell you, Argentina would not need to, and this is what I'm this is what I'm trying to say to you. To to the extent that they actually organized a parade. Um, yeah, okay, we need uh, we need security. Yeah, we need security. Yeah, we need a stage. We need a stage. Those guys would have had a mob and a parade when that plane touched down, regardless of anything that took place. They could have said, we have a budget of $3 to put this damn parade together. Hey, we got two buses, $1 for this bus, $1 for this bus, and a matter of fact, $5, we'll pay a dollar for the stage and a dollar for the microphone. These dudes were mobbed at the airport. It's just, it's wild, man. I get it. You think about allocation of resources. They don't, they don't need, have you ever been somewhere, Shep, where it's just, the party just happens? Of, like you of can, course. Be, you know, Be- Beale Street comes to mind. Not even. You know? I'm just I'm just talking about you you just at somebody's house or you're just outside and and then it's boom. I I have and I'm not a I'm not a go out and this and that type of guy, man, but you can go to an a party of, of affluence and you can go to a, a red carpet type thing and you can go to this and and then sometimes you could just be somewhere minding your business with a great group of people. And then the next thing you know, you, you're having a time of your life. And so with, with the World Cup down in Argentina, I don't think it's a matter of, hey, we got pomp and we got circumstance and, and let's do this and do that. Them people going to party regardless. And they, they were. And I, I just, I couldn't imagine. Because it wouldn't happen here. It wouldn't. If they, let's put it this way. I think the, the, women's, the women's team won the World Cup. They gave him a parade down Broadway in New York City. You remember that, Chef? I honestly, I I I, I remember I remember the 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 barricade that they set up for Joe Biden coming to New York City not too long ago. I don't remember the Women's World Cup. I I don't th- I, I understand it's a, it, it's a, a different media sphere, but to me, it's like that '99 team with Mia Hamm and and Julie Foudy, like that was that was the bigger deal to me. No, they, but my my yeah. point is when when they won the World Cup. And we, the United States of America, had a parade for them. They went down the Canyon of Heroes. They went down Broadway. The New York Yankees, when they have their championship parades, those parades appear to be nuts. Imagine if that parade consumed all of Manhattan. That's what that World Cup was like down in Buenos Aires. Just that that celebration. And I, I, t- I put it to you this way. If the U.S. men's national team, if they ever won a World Cup, which I don't think will happen in my lifetime, but if they do, and I guess maybe they'll have the parade in Los Angeles, maybe they'll do it in New York, maybe they'll do it in Chicago or Texas, wherever the hell they do it, it's not going to look like 4 million people celebrating. And I get it. It's not, quote, unquote, our sport. But that parade was just, I can't even call it a parade. It was just a city having a big-ass party. 
And if I was in Brunos I-Race, I'd be partying too. I'd be in my house though. I'd be in my garage drinking the finest of a of an Argentine beer. I wouldn't. I wouldn't be outside. Not in four million people. No thanks. 855-212-4CBS. That's 855-212-4CBS. Uh, Cade Mack is calling from Idaho. You're on the JR Sport Show. What's up, Cade? Uh, how y'all doing, man? We're excellent. How are you? I'm hanging in there. Yeah, I'm trying to stay warm. It's damn cold down here, so... Yeah. yeah, what's what's the temperature out there in uh in Idaho? Are you in Boise or somewhere else? I'm in the Boise area, yeah, like Cuna. But um I think it's twenty something. It was colder earlier, but it's I mean it's brutal. So Yeah, twenty twenty is uh, twenty is okay. I like twenty. It's not bad, yeah. Yeah, twenty's fine. But what's yeah. up? All right, so I was gonna talk about my Raiders, man. I mean Uh oh. I know it's it's a lot of baggage there, but I mean on paper. It's like, dude, this team can win games, you know. I mean, we got to. And then you you think it comes down to management. Our, our gym's extremely underqualified, not great. Um, but it's just like, dude, we need to win games, and we just can't do it. We cannot get it done. I understand we had a big win versus the, the Pats, but we're 6-8. and eight. I mean, they, they haven't been good my whole life, so it's a bummer. Well, how, how old are you? So you don't I'm remember – Okay, yeah, you don't you don't remember. Hey, yeah, listen, uh, 2016 man. the best we were, so I mean, yeah, for 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 your lifetime. Listen, yeah. man. I was telling I was telling the Raiders friend this the other day. He loves the Raiders. He loves them. Him and I we went on a tour of Allegiant Stadium earlier this year. Beautiful place. It makes you when you walk in, it makes you want to be a Raiders fan. And yeah. then the Raiders actually play football, and you're reminded that they they're a big joke. Every single game is just an, an adventure. Every game. Why? Like the New England Patriots. Like you needed the Patriots to be ass clowns to win that game. You get beat by Baker Mayfield the week before then. It's just, I don't, I don't know. They're, they're, they're comedy. They're like the, the Raiders are written by a, a children's author just to entertain people. It, it, you don't you don't think they're gonna do something this year, do you? Like like no. hold to the playoffs? It's a, you know it's embarrassing. I mean, last year we squeaked by ten and seven, but that was against all odds, man. We're not we're not uh, getting in this year. But right, it's right. just it's just disheartening. It just sucks. Well, I want to know like what is going on. So well, I understand you, what you're saying. How much you you got a couple billion dollars under your bed? <laughs> I mean, I wish, bro. I'm gonna be a yeah, teacher. If. You, so. if if you did, maybe you could buy it from Mark Davis, but I think he's he's the dude. Like the people he hires in management, it, it's just always ridiculous. I'm sorry, oh, it's horrible. I mean, our draft picks just down to the minute detail would just suck. Yeah. Oh well, nobody nobody likes the coach and Josh McDaniels. Uh, the old general manager Mike Mayock was a dude off of television. The other dude was a was a bigoted clown that got a 10-year contract when he just came off of television. And you think about the guy who hired them all, he's running around with a bowl haircut. And so if you want to look at the Las Vegas Raiders, you might as well sit down and watch Dumb and Dumber. You've seen that movie before, right? Oh, yeah. It's a joke, brother. Yeah, Yeah. well, uh, Mark Davis might be the third brother. I don't know. <laughs> well, thank you, Cage. All right. I appreciate y'all. Have a good night. You as well. And sorry, Mark Davis wouldn't be a brother because – Jim Carrey and uh, what's the other guy's name, Shep? Jeff? Jeff Daniels. 
Jeff Daniels, they weren't brothers in that movie. They were just kindred spirits or kindred idiots. They, they were they were brothers from another mother, Harry and Lloyd. Uh, Lloyd was obviously a, uh, oh. a limo driver, and oh. then and then and then Harry was an individual um, that was just right place, right time. And uh, you remember the details of the movie? Business. You remember the details? Well, of Dumb and Dumber? Uh, Jr. changed it changed cinema. Dumb I haven't seen Dumb and Dumber. Yeah, since I mean it, it, it laid the groundwork for the you know movies like Cable Guy, Anchorman. It oh. all started from Dumb and Dumber. I had the VHS of Dumb and Dumber. I know. Okay, okay, Mary Swanson. I mean, we we can break that down if you want. Oof. Who? What? Mary Swanson, the the woman that Jim Carrey was after the whole movie. Oh, I don't remember the stupid name. The redhead. The... Remember? Bruh, I had the VHS. <laughs> you know, the last time I had a v, uh, VCR. That, uh, v, that 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 thing is that VHS is probably in a landfill somewhere, man. You, Come on. You know, fun fact: Jim Carrey had a chipped tooth in that film. That's actually real. Uh, yeah. That was not a prop. I remember the chip too. Yes. That I remember. Yes, no, the, Jim Carrey was killing it. He was the mask. He was the well. The Riddler was awful. That movie was terrible. Well, Batman Forever. I, I don't put that on him. I put liar, that more on Val Val Kimmer. Liar, liar. And right. he was he was great in that. And now he's he's running around with Sonic the Hedgehog. I'm not gonna watch. Well, you that. know he retired. I heard. Okay, yeah, I also yeah. heard he's Canadian, right? <laughs> yes. <laughs> Good for Jim Carrey. Eight five five two one two four CBS. Is eight five five two one two four CBS. Uh, Lou is here from Illinois. You're on the JR Sport Reef Show. Hey, JR. I like your show here. Uh, I just wanted to bring up when the Bulls had won uh, those championships back in the day. I was uh-huh. out there when they won in the 96 out there at a bar out there. As soon as they won that one, there was people going crazy out there. And there was like at least like I think 2 million people showed up uh, to the parade, I think. Oh, wow. It ain't as much as what happened out there in Argentina, but at least in Argentina, they weren't, like, breaking into businesses or doing crazy stuff like that uh, over here, like they did over well, here. Well, let's let's check the news tomorrow. I wouldn't be so sure about that. I mean, when you have uh, 4 million people congregating in one area, I'm going to assume that, uh, you know, people found their way to five-fingering a few things, you know? Yeah, JR, that's crazy, but um, I like your show here. And uh, thanks for having me. Well, well, hold on, Lou. What's yeah. up with the Bulls, man? Why they suck so bad right now? Who are they going to get rid of? You know what? I think they should get rid of, honestly, Zach Levine. Zach Levine oh. looks, I don't know if he's a little bit jealous of DeMar or Uh-oh. he's just chucking them threes thinking he can make them. He's the one, to me, he's the one that's looking kind of bad there, Jr. He's the one that's not doing his job. DeMar's doing his job. But Zach Levine's not making... You know, that $212 million contract that he signed, he's not making that money. Yeah. Like, he's not doing his job. That's what I think. Yeah, I know his scoring average is down to the lowest level it's been since he – and thank you, Lou, for calling from Illinois. I, I know his his, uh, his his numbers are the worst that they've been since he's been a Bull. His shooting numbers are bad. The Chicago Bulls are 12-18. and 18. Uh, heading into tonight, they lost four straight. Congratulations. They they beat the Miami Heat tonight. Let's see what these guys did. Let's see. Oh, Zach Levine. Eh, see, he had a, eh, 21 points, three of eight from downtown. DeMar DeRozan, ridiculously efficient from mid-range. He had 24 points. Vucevic had the difference tonight. He was 29 points and 12 rebounds. And then uh, Kobe White comes off the bench and gives you 14. 
yeah, man, these Bulls, they aren't going anywhere. They beat the Miami Heat tonight. Good for them, but they ain't, they ain't going anywhere. It's a damn shame. 855-212-4CBS. Christian is here from Madison, Wisconsin. You're on the JR Sport Brief Show. Christian, what's up? Hey, JR, how are you doing tonight? I'm amazing, man. Hey, I want to talk about the soccer since I'm a big soccer fan and about the World Cup celebration. Okay. Uh, yeah, I don't... I just moved last year to United States and uh, from a small country in Europe called Macedonia. And even yeah, there, nice. last last year, we qualified for the European Championship, and we are like a small country. So even when we qualified, we did a parade, and it was a huge parade, like something that we never seen before. Even if you've seen the parade in France, which won the second place, and parade in Croatia that yeah, won oh the God. third place. Yeah. That, that that was huge parade, too. So I think a lot of people here in the United States, they don't understand how like big, big soccer is in those countries. And I don't think anything can match with the sports here in the United States. Uh, you, you are one million percent correct. Let me. Did you hear the show last week, Christian? No, sorry. I am working oh usually at God. this time. But let me, yeah. let me tell you something, Christian. And if yeah. you can go back and find it, I think it was last. Uh, 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 I will, yeah. I last will last that. Wednesday night, I had a guy call up. I yep. don't remember where he's from. I had to call this guy an idiot because he said, he said, mm. what do you say, Shep? Real, real Americans don't care about real Americans don't like soccer. He said something of that. Yeah, real Americans don't like soccer because you ha- because in soccer you don't use your hands. Yeah, yeah. I had to, I had to call him an idiot, Christian. I had to. I I think most of the people in soccer, they don't like when the game ends up 0-0. Zero, zero. It, it's same for me. Like, before I came to the United States, I don't know anything about American football. But once I start learning about it and, uh, like, watching a lot of YouTube videos, I learn about the game, and I love to watch now American football. Right. But the most of people that they don't like soccer, they just have to sit down and watch and analyze. So there's a lot of tactics there. There's a lot sure. of talent going on. Like, it's not like they said, like, we can put LeBron James and I don't know who, and they'll be, like, the best soccer player. <laughs> yeah, I understand. I could dig yeah. it, Christian. Well, thank you for calling from Madison, and you call me yeah. anytime, okay? Yeah, you have a wonderful night. You as well. Thank you, Christian, for calling from Madison. I get it, man. When I started watching football or soccer, I was watching on Telemundo on a grainy-ass TV in the 80s, man. That's how I started watching soccer. And then it wasn't until I got older and you start learning more about the structure and the players and the storylines. It, it's just it's what you pick up. It's the JR Sport Brief Show here with you on CBS Sports Radio, 855-212-4CBS. Yeah, Argentina, they won. They had a parade. Another team that just won, the Rams. They just won the Super Bowl, but now they suck. What the hell is next for them? We'll talk about it when we come back on the other side here on CBS Sports Radio. You're listening to the JR Sport Brief on CBS Sports Radio. You're 
listening to the JR Sport Brief on CBS Sports Radio. You know, my daughter listens to you every night. She's got a radio next to the bed. I don't get to listen to you often, but I'll tell you what, when I hear it, you're a gentleman. You never cut anyone off. You never back down. You're an excellent sports jock. I'm going to tell you that right now. Call in now at 855-212-4CBS. You know, life is all about balance. You got to mix winning and you got to mix losing. And for some people and some folks, you just, you got to experience both. And so we just talked about Argentina and coming through and winning the World Cup. And I, I can't even call it a parade, what went down in Buenos Aires. It's just, it's just everybody outside. That's not a parade. That's just everybody the hell outside. It was a mob of 4 million people celebrating the World Cup. There was a team that celebrated a Super Bowl earlier this year, and now they're garbage. That happens to be the Los Angeles Rams. We saw them last night lose to the Green Bay Packers, no surprise, 24-12. to It's like every main player, every main star on the Rams is hurt outside of Jalen Ramsey. You got Matthew Stafford, the quarterback, with a bruised spinal cord. You got Cup with a busted-up ankle. You got Aaron Donald with a busted-up ankle. You had Von Miller decide to go to Buffalo, and he blew out his ACL. You got Whitworth on the offensive line. He decided to retire and do Amazon. The offensive line has gone through about 10 to 15 different permutations. This is, this is crap. Four and ten. More losses than any team that ever went to and won a Super Bowl. And we're supposed to think this is going to get better? Like, what are they playing for the rest of this year? Just to give Baker Mayfield an audition? Just to see if Baker Mayfield can throw a football if Matthew Stafford is unable to come back? Like, what are we, what are we doing here? It's just sad. As a matter of fact, Sean McVay, now that they lost and they got nothing to play for, Sean McVay pretty much said, yeah, man, we're just uh, just going to keep on playing hard. My job is to focus on let's finish up the season um, you know, with the right competitive spirit, with the mindset and mentality that's reflective of who those guys are in the locker room and who those coaches are, and, and that's what we'll do. The answer is nothing. There's nothing to do. We're going to show up to work, we're going to collect our paychecks, and then we're going to wait for the the NFL draft. And, oh, yeah, that's right. The Rams took the approach of screw the NFL draft. I mean, their general manager, Les Snead, he went to the championship parade. He had a T-shirt on that said, F them picks. Listen to some of the players that they acquired. Remember, let's keep in mind, the Rams, this is their second time. This squad... This is their second time going to the Super Bowl. They won it. The first time they went in uh, 2019, early 2019, yep. And that was boring as hell. We had to watch Tom Brady go out there and win another Super Bowl. That Super Bowl was boring. Think about some of the players that they traded for over these past several years since they went the first time. Matthew Stafford, Robert Woods. Sony Michelle, I don't even know if he's on the team right now. Troy Hill, Vaughn Miller, Marcus Peters, Brandon Cooks, Akeem Talib is not even playing in the league. He's on TV. Uh, Jalen Ramsey, remember they traded for him from Jacksonville. They don't have a first-round pick 
for this upcoming season or next year's draft in 2023. They got rid of that for Matthew Stafford. And so, yeah, the, the, the Rams, what, what are they playing for? It's pretty hilarious. I mean, back during this year's draft, general manager Les Snead and Sean McVay, they were over here making, making jokes of the, uh, the New England Patriots taking Cole Strange. Listen to this, remember? Oh, my UT Chattanooga to the first hey, round. That? Hey, where is How about that? And we wasted our time watching him thinking he'd be at 104 hey. maybe. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, y'all are going to suck for the next couple of years. I guess you feel good when you're coming off a Super Bowl. You don't expect to go to 4-10 and 10 after everybody gets a contract extension. And Matthew Stafford, he sat down with his wife on her podcast, and Matthew Stafford told everybody, he's like, listen, folks, I don't care what you've heard. I'm not retiring. Now, I'm not a doctor. I don't know a damn thing about a bruised spinal cord. But I can tell you, when you're running around saying you had numbness in your legs, you got a bruised spinal cord, you've had a concussion, Matthew Stafford's arm has been in shambles, even dating back to when they won the Super Bowl last year. That decision might not be up to Matthew Stafford. I certainly hope he can come back and play. But let's be real. Let's be honest. We've probably seen the best of Matthew Stafford. And there was even a report from Peter King. Shep, you brought this up yesterday. That Sean McVay, yeah, he got a contract extension, but he might decide to leave as well. Like if the ship is a sinking and you know what's going to take, I don't know, three or four plus years to kind of right the ship, What are you going to do? Here's the big question. We know Baker Mayfield is not the answer. And if Matthew Stafford is going to be broken, Matthew Stafford is not the answer. And if you have to be a team that's looking and waiting to draft a QB, then you're going to suck for quite a few years. And so congratulations to all the Rams fans out there. You're 4-10. I do not see a scenario where over the next few years they get better, not by any stretch of the imagination. 855-212-4CBS. That's 855-212-4CBS. Do you think the Rams are done? Obviously not for just this season, but do you think they have anything left to stretch out? Or are they going to have to just blow this up? I think they're screwed. They got their Super Bowl. They got what they wanted. But F them picks, man, your franchise is screwed. That's what's effed. I'm going to take your calls on the other side. It's the JR Sport Brief Show on CBS Sports Radio. You're listening to the JR Sport Brief on CBS Sports Radio. You're listening to the JR Sport Brief on CBS Sports Radio. I appreciate you being the show for the people. I stumbled on your show one night and I've been listening to it for about two months now. I drive a truck at night and I appreciate that. Call in now at 855 212 4CBS. It's the JR Sport Brief show here with you on CBS Sports Radio. 
we got a lot of callers with a lot of questions, a lot of opinions. We've talked about a lot. Just told you about the Los Angeles Rams and where they can go into the future. I think the answer is nowhere. We talked about the World Cup parade that took place in Argentina. Just a madhouse, four million people flooding the streets, the alleys, the restaurants, the buildings, the highways, the byways. You would think it was an apocalyptic scene. You would think that you were looking at a movie. It was bananas. 855-212-4CBS. That's 855-212-4CBS. Mike is calling up from Ann Arbor. You're on the JR Sport Brief Show. Yeah, in the uh, college football playoffs, uh, do you think it's going to be uh, uh, entertaining and uh, competitive? Who's your favorite team and uh, who's going to win it all? Well, I'm, I'm going to be a little bit of a homer here and go with the Georgia Bulldogs. I'm going to tell you, you're calling from you're calling from Ann Arbor? Yes, sir. Yeah, man, you don't have a damn thing to worry. You worried about TCU? Uh, no, I'm not at all. Yeah, so, man, you should, you should be happy and thrilled about that. And I think uh, from a Georgia Bulldog perspective, I, I, I'm slightly concerned at the offense of, of what Ohio State can put up, but I think we're going to see – I think we'll see Georgia and Michigan, and I'm going to go for my guys to go out there for a little bit of a repeat. So your uh, your team is Georgia, correct? Yes, I can I can drive to Athens in about an hour, maybe less, depending on how fast I'm going. Are the games going to be competitive, though? That's my biggest question. Well, your first, I think I, I think we both know the answer about your your Wolverines. You're not worried about TCU, and I'm not either. So I think I think Michigan is going to whoop that ass, and I would be a little surprised if if Ohio State is able to go out there and just light up the Bulldogs. So uh, I think those games will be competitive to a certain degree, and this is one thing that 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 I don't necessarily always love or enjoy about college football is that here we have a championship, and you got TCU at Michigan, and most people are just going ahead and saying, oh, let's just move Michigan ahead because it's probably not going to be a competitive game. Uh, Ohio State and, and Georgia will probably be much more competitive, or it may not be. It's pretty much a toss-up. You don't know. And, but I, I do believe, based on experience and, and what they've done last year, you got almost a 55-year-old quarterback in, in Stetson Bennett going back. I think that will be to their advantage in addition to their defense in the national championship. What kind of detriment would it be if uh, Michigan and Ohio State ended up in the, the final game? When you say detriment, what do you mean? What do you? I don't understand. Uh, they played. E- they played each other. Your squad won, and they handed them their own first and only no loss. SEC uh, 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 team in there. You mean for the country? That's not a who. I don't. I, a detriment, a detriment to who? The viewing audience, or yes, not well. You you making it sound like it's a it's a, such a an amazing question you're asking me. I personally don't think America will care because if you're now having a rivalry, and thank you, Mike, for calling up from Ann Arbor. I'm like a detriment, a detriment to who? I think most of America would say, okay, we got we got Michigan, Ohio State, and. Here we have a revenge battle. 
one of the biggest rivalries in sports flattened, period. And so I don't think America would shed a tear because the SEC is not involved in a national championship game. Let's see if it happens. I don't think that it will. 855-212-4CBS. It's 855-212-4CBS. Taylor's calling from Maryland. You're on CBS Sports Radio. Hey, what up, man? Long time listener, first time caller. Thank you so much. What's up? Yeah, man, I want to talk about the World Cup. I mean, that was a swarm over there in Argentina. It was like World War Z. Everybody flooding. I mean, they're on the highway and everything. I don't know nothing about American football, but I'm a Capitals fan, and I've been cooking soccer for 14 years. When the Capitals won, I mean, it was organized, whatever. You know, half the city shows up. But when it comes to soccer in America, you know, like we don't have the programs they have overseas. They got kids eight years old. They found Messi. He played for free. He's 16 years old, played for Barcelona. He's holding the whole country on his shoulder, you know? Yeah. I mean, you over here in America, you got to pay like an arm and a leg just to be seen by anybody. I mean, this is the best USA team we've seen in years. I remember being at uh, RFK in 1994. I watched Bar- uh, Brazil and England play. There was no way in hell we were going to get through, you know, the Sweet 16, go to the eight, to the finals. But this was the best soccer I've seen USA play ever. Yeah, it, it is uh... – and, and it's funny, if you sat down and watched every single USA game and then you watch what took place in the final, you have an understanding of, like, how far behind the eight ball we are. When right. you think about some of the passes that were made, some of the shots, it's like you have to think. Watching the United States of America play soccer, the men's squad, watching them play, it's like everything has to be so thought out. It's not organic. It's not roll with the flow. And, and, and it's a younger squad. I mean, watching half of these guys on Argentina, uh, Di Maria, Messi, I feel like I've been watching these guys play together for the past 10 and 15 years because they have. But it, it, we, we got a ways to go to, to catch up. I appreciate you, Taylor. Uh, no doubt about it. Ahmad is calling from Virginia. What's up, Ahmad? What's going on, JR? How you doing, buddy? Excellent. Man, I just got back from the World Cup. I went to all the USA games, and you hit it right on the head. It's crazy because the USA, as you see, produces top athletes in every single facet of sport, brings home gold gold medals in all the Olympics, and it's just the one thing that we can't get right is soccer. And I mean, you know, it was night and day difference watching them play, and obviously they had the youngest team. I think they had the youngest starting lineup in the World Cup. Yeah, they and did. I guess they, they, they're getting ready to try to get, keep these guys together for the next World Cup, and hopefully they, they produce something. But uh, it's leaps and bounds to go through. And when Argentina lost their first game, I mean, these people would look like they were about to cry. Like, legit, it, oh, was, yeah. it, was, it, was, it was mayhem over there. But at the same token, uh, I'm hopeful to see that the USA produce something, especially when the World Cup comes here. On a side note, I called you a couple of weeks ago when Heineke was on that high train, and, and, you know, being close to the Commander Stadium, I'm not too far away. What do you think is going to happen? you think Carson Wentz is going to come back or, or are you, you're going to stick to Heineke? I mean, either way, it's doom and gloom next year. they got nothing to go for them, but you, you got to start back over from scratch without a quarterback. I think both of them aren't going to be here, but what's yeah. going to happen next? Yeah, I think that Ron Rivera is doing nothing but putting a fear of God into Heineke right now, and, and he's doing what he needs to do as a head coach to let him know, like everybody else, if you don't perform, you – 
you, you don't start. You don't you don't play. And so I think that's the fear because from everything that we've ever heard about Carson Wentz and everything that you've probably ever seen about Carson Wentz, what are you going to be optimistic about? Why should anybody be optimistic about Carson Wentz going back out there? I think they're cooked. And Ron Rivera, I'm sure that he is conflicted, but I don't, th- I don't think you can hand the reins back over to Carson unless Taylor goes out there and just completely craps the bed. Greg is calling from Chicago. You're on CBS Sports Radio. Hey, JR. Yeah, I went to the, um, the Cubs parade when they won the World Series. And they estimated the crowd at uh, 3 million people. Okay. And but what they did is they've sent everybody down certain streets and into Grand Park, which is just a huge place. I don't yeah, know. If downtown. You've ever... I've yeah, I've right? been there. I was just there in the summertime a million times. Yes. Yeah. So they loaded everybody in there. But then as me and my son got up to the gate, you know, to go in, they said, no, it's full and closed the gates. And then everybody kind of pushed up against us and I. <laughs> I feared for my life, but I was glad to get the heck out of there. I'm sure. Now, could you imagine that with less security, people on highways, people hanging off of buildings? Could you imagine that with an extra million people with no structure? Yeah, and I mean, I saw the pictures of that, and I was just like, I, I said, thank God that's how it was when I was at the Cups thing, you know, obviously yeah. the a lot of Cubs fans wanted to go there. I actually grabbed this woman, Uh-oh. and she had like a 10-year-old kid uh-huh. with her. And I said, tell your son to give me his hand. Okay. And I said, grab my arm, and I drug him out of there. Yeah, I didn't know where that story was going to go, but you're a good man, Greg. Thank you, man. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> they appreciate you. Greg is laughing. Yeah. He's like, I have a All dirty right. guy. Thank you, Greg. All right, buddy. Take care. No doubt about it. When the story starts off with, I grabbed the woman, I'm just like, whoa. Do we want to hear the rest of this story? Oh, no. Probably not. Yeah, people, parades are nuts, man. They had to get these, they had to get the players out of there on helicopters. They were like, screw this, we can't do it. It's about to be uh, pandemonium out here, like real pandemonium. We got to go. They put the players on helicopters. Wild. 855-212-4CBS. That's 855-212-4CBS. I'm going to take more of your calls on the other side. We got so much more to get into. A team that's used to having parades, they suck now too. It's the Patriots. There are rumors there that they're ready to give Mac Jones the boot. I'm going to tell you about the New York Mets owner, Steve Cohen, deciding to give buckets of money to someone like Justin Verlander. Carlos Correa. No press conference today. It seems that they are reviewing his medical records. I wonder if that big old contract will fall by the wayside. And then Donovan Mitchell, he's happy that he is no longer in Utah. We're going to talk about it all. We're going to get to your calls. It's the JR Sport Reshow on CBS Sports Radio. Don't move. I'll be back in a second. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. 
With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.